Hi friends, my name is Lauren Stackpole. I am a mother, nurse practitioner, and wellness coach. I love sharing mindset tips to help people who feel stuck, who want to change, who feel like they're made for more, and are tired of just going through the motions. I want to help you do the hard work so that you can wake up every day living a life you love. Let's dive in. Happy New Year 2021. I am excited to release three bonus episodes for you to start the new year. I created a healthy habits training and the full version is on my blog on stackpolefitness.com. But in the show notes of these episodes, you will see some prompts to help you get the most out of this training. Day one, we'll talk about mindset. Day two goes through the actual healthy habits to implement to help you live a healthy, fulfilling life. And day three talks about creating a sustainable lifestyle. These trainings are meant to bless your life, and I hope that you get so much out of it. So I would love to hear from you if you are going through the prompts. I'd love to hear your takeaways. Um, You can tag someone if they can benefit too. And if you want to dive deeper, I do have links for my morning routine journal, filling out the form about my fit club if you need fitness and nutrition information and resources, or if you want to work with me one-on-one with my life coaching. I am opening three spots for my life coaching in January, so if you want to get more information or schedule a discovery call to see what working together would look like, I would love to hear from you. So let's dive in. I hope you love it. If you have questions or comments, just send me a DM on Instagram, yourcoachlauren, or send me an email, stackpullfitness.com at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear what you think. Hello and welcome to day two of our healthy habits training. Today we're going to get into the very practical healthy habits that you can implement to live a healthy fulfilling life. Health is all-encompassing. It's not just getting a gym membership in January. This is our mental health, our spiritual health, our physical health, and all of the things that go along with that. Yesterday, we talked a ton about mindset, and that is what will change your life inside and out. That's where my passion is, but I want to pair that with the practical so that you can really focus on becoming healthy this year. Again, health, it is our mental health and managing stress and anxiety. It is our physical health, which has a lot of components to it. We have to rest well, we have to be physically active in a way that blesses our body, and we need to fuel our body well with clean foods and lots of hydration. So I wanna get, again, very practical with you today of how those things look. I am someone who used to exercise like crazy, and to me, health meant exercise. I, I didn't have a healthy mindset around it, and I didn't even notice it until I started seeing things differently. Before, I would go for a run, and if I had to stop to cross a street, I thought the run counted less because I had to take a break, you know, to not get hit by vehicles. (laughs) Or if I was at the gym and someone was using the machine I needed next, having that extra time between sets, I just thought, well, my lift doesn't count today because I didn't You know, I took more than two minutes between sets, and it was just a really toxic mindset to have. Around the holidays especially, I would think, okay, if I eat this cookie, then I have to run a mile. And it was more of this calories in, calories out game of I always had to be burning a certain amount. I had a fixation on 
sugar and when I could eat dessert. I would deprive myself of carbs all day so that I would be craving intensely at night because, well, our brains need sugar to function. And then I would binge eat dessert to the point where I felt physically ill. I couldn't stop eating until I was sick to my stomach. And it was a really toxic relationship with food, with exercise. And I didn't even realize it until I started teaching other people how to have healthy habits and realized, you know, I'm fit, but I'm not healthy. And having that switch has made me so passionate about teaching people how to do it the right way. And again, a lot of it goes to our mindset. It's, am I blessing my body? Am I living in a way that is healthy? And I think a lot of times we feel like we have to have balance in every way, but it's more about having the right priorities in different seasons. And we'll talk a lot about that tomorrow, about our lifestyle as a whole. So let's dive into these topics of health. So mental health, especially in these times, is so, so important. I think we don't talk about it enough and we need to. We need to learn how to manage our stress well. And yesterday I gave you an example of a meditation. A lot of people work through things through journaling or they go to a counselor or mental health professional or they have friends. You know, you have to find an outlet to release stress and to process your emotions so that you don't bottle things up to the point where they manifest in a bad panic disorder or anxiety and depression. If you are having symptoms like this where you have racing thoughts or you have scary thoughts like you want to harm yourself or maybe you just don't feel like getting out of bed in the morning and doing anything, you need to speak up about it. It does not need to be a taboo topic. It does not need to be anything that you get judged for. Mental health is a huge part of wellness and the quality of life that you live. Please, please, please reach out to a friend, a coworker, a family member, a mental health professional, reach out to someone. There are so many resources available and you absolutely deserve to have a healthy mental health. So please, please, please talk about it. And again, some people process stress through journaling or meditation or exercise. Find what works for you and absolutely find a way to express yourself and process those feelings. Next, I want to talk about hydration. We typically tell people to shoot for half their body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you want to drink 100 ounces of water unless you have a medical condition that would limit your your water intake. But most of us can do plenty of water and are not getting enough. So make sure that you are drinking water all day long. I like to start my day with at least 16 ounces of water because we have gone all night without drinking and we have to replenish that. So having plenty of water is a great way to give our body everything it needs. We are made up of 70% water. I'm sure you hear that stat all the time, but every part of us needs water to function optimally and you will feel better. When you're hydrated, you will crave salty and sweet things less. Your skin will be more clear. You can flush out toxins more easily and it helps regulate your digestion so you're not bloated. The more water that you drink, the more you will flush things out. So if you feel like you're bloated and holding things, you want to be more hydrated to help flush that out. In my past, I There was a certain point when I was in that unhealthy mindset where I would dehydrate myself so that the scale showed a lower number. And that is so messed up. It's awkward to even tell you that. But again, I just want to tell you how full full circle you can come and be able to have that healthy relationship even from being at that point. But again, the more water you drink, the more the scale will go down, I promise. 
Now to nutrition. Uh, This is a huge topic. It's hard to know what to even touch on. Um, There are so many plans out there. There are so many diets and it's confusing. So my best advice is to find what works for you. And this does take some trial and error. Some people do really well when they track what they eat. And I think for a short time, it can be a really useful tool to document what you're eating, either writing it down or putting it in an app like MyFitnessPal. Uh, Beachbody has their nutrition apps that you can log things. And this can be a good way to understand what you're eating now so that you can see what's working, what's not, where are you missing some macronutrients or micronutrients, and it'll give you a good picture. When I first started doing this, I realized I wasn't getting enough protein, so I was having a lot of fat and a lot of carbs, but not enough protein. And learning how to eat for my body, I had a lot less cravings once I was giving myself the nutrition I needed. So that can be a really, really useful way to see, again, what's working, what's not. It can be eye-opening to see, oh, my Dunkin' Donuts coffee has 400 grams of sugar. Not actually 400, but you get the idea. Or realizing the dressing you're using or the barbecue sauce or whatever you're adding to your food has those hidden calories or hidden fat or whatever you need so that you can make adjustments to reach your goals. Other people, tracking is toxic and it makes them fixate on the wrong things and it is really, really damaging to their mindset. So you have to know yourself to see, is this going to be a trigger or is this going to be a useful tool? So... Knowing yourself is huge. I think ideally we get to a place of what's called intuitive eating. So when you're hungry, you eat. When you're full, you stop. When you're thirsty, you drink. And your body knows that it needs protein. It knows that it needs healthy fats. And you'll crave the things you need. But it does take really listening to your body and learning what works and what doesn't. So... Again, it's trial and error, but I think it's, as a general rule, we want to drink water first. We want to have 16 ounces in the morning, 16 ounces before your meals, sip on it throughout the day, and when you have water first, your stomach has that volume in it, so you'll eat proper portions during your meals. It'll be so that you're not eating tons and tons before your brain even registers there's something in your stomach. You're going to eat a proper amount of food. The next thing I always recommend is focusing on your vegetables first. So plan your meals around, okay, I'm going to have broccoli and cauliflower, and then I'm going to have a sweet potato. Plan your meals around the vegetable so that you know that you're getting those vitamins, those minerals, the water, the fiber. Vegetables are the best thing for us because they have proteins. They have fiber and water and vitamins and minerals. They have so many good, good things and they will fill you up. You can eat a higher volume without being as calorie dense. So it's nutrient dense versus calorie dense. So imagine a plate of stir fry. Usually we'll have a mound of rice and then tons of chicken or steak or whatever the protein is. And then you'll have those two pieces of broccoli on the side. With this mentality, we wanna flip it on its head where we have a plate of vegetables with water chestnuts and the sweet peas and the broccoli and the peppers and the onions and the mushrooms and you can have a mound of vegetables with a side of rice and a side of chicken and you can eat this huge plate of food that's nutrient dense and filling and delicious without all these empty calories from this mound of rice that your body doesn't need that much of. So flipping the proportions to focusing on what vegetables can I have and then put the protein and carbs on the side, it will, it will change things, I promise. And 
on that too, just what people say about eating the rainbow. So the more variety that you get, you're getting those variety of nutrients. So different colored vegetables, different color fruits, things like that can really, really give you that nutrient boost. And I think, again, the mindset behind the nutrition is huge too. It's just thinking about food as fuel for your body. It's not comfort. It's not for emotional eating. It's not just for social interaction. It is fuel for your body. You would not put Coca-Cola in your car. You would not put, you know, you just, you wouldn't fuel your vehicle with crap because you wouldn't get where you want to go. So why would you put things in your body that don't bless your body? And to me, the biggest shift I had mentally in terms of nutrition was when I was pregnant for the first time with Gwendolyn because you have to think what's safe for the baby because there are certain things that you can't eat. There are certain things you shouldn't have while you're pregnant. And it just flipped this switch of if this isn't safe for my baby, why would I eat it? If this isn't good for the child that I'm growing, why would I put it in my body? Like, I love this child so much. I want what's best for them. But why don't I give myself the same love and respect? And I really start started to see my body differently because of the miracle it was growing and the miracle that I was experiencing knowing that I'm sustaining a life, both pregnancy and breastfeeding, realizing I am responsible for sustaining this human's life. I have to be the healthiest possible. And that's when I really started to see food as fuel and a way to bless my body. And there are a couple people, I think Rachel Hollis is the one that says, does this bless my body? And that's how she determines, should I eat this or not? And sometimes a warm chocolate chip cookie with ice cream and hot fudge absolutely blesses you. You need it and it's great. Enjoy the treat. And other times you need that kale salad. You know, it just, it comes to that intuition of what do I truly need? Do I need that comfort food, that you know, dense, fatty, sugary treat, because sometimes we do. Sometimes we need that little perk. And other times, most of the time, we need those really nutritious choices. And asking yourself, does this bless my body, is a great way to intuitively eat. And then Alana Molstein, she is a dietitian with Beachbody. She asks, do I need this eating opportunity? Because we don't need to think of things of good or bad or I can't have this, I shouldn't eat that. You can have whatever you want all the time. What you choose to do is up to you. So do I need this opportunity? Sometimes, like I said, eating the cookie is the right choice. It's delicious. It's wonderful. You feel great. It was so, so good. But sometimes you really need that vegetable-based meal because that will bless your body. That is what the opportunity that you need to give yourself. And when we have that shift of, I can choose whatever I want whenever I want, it's up to you. And when you learn to love yourself and you learn to fuel your body well, you want to make those healthy choices because you do deserve to feel good and fueling well will make you feel good. If you eat crap, you'll feel like crap, I promise. If you eat well, you'll feel well. And once you start feeling those benefits of good, good, good nutrition, you won't want the crappy foods anymore. I promise. All right, on to movement. (laughs) Exercise is a beautiful, beautiful thing. It should be something to celebrate our bodies and something that we can just feel strong and empowered for. I told you before how I used to have that negative relationship and think that I had to 
just burn off everything I ate and it was just the wrong fixation. But movement should feel joyful. It should feel good. It releases endorphins. It helps us feel more happy. <laughs> and again, as we push ourselves and do things we didn't think we could do and are able to do more and more, we feel stronger, we feel fitter. It has so many applications in life. That is what I love about fitness is you learn so much about yourself. It should really be that celebration. So don't feel like you have to immediately start out with this program that's so intense and it's 90 minutes, seven days a week and you're killing yourself. You want to start small. You want to implement a habit that you know you can do. So maybe you say, I'm going to take a 10 minute walk three days a week because you know you can do that. And maybe you feel good. So one day you do a 25 minute walk, you know, pick something small and build on it because the goal is to create a habit something that you can do over and over. And when you are accomplishing something, no matter how small, it'll be easy to build upon. James Clear writes a book about habits. It's called Atomic Habits. And he talks about a man who he decides he's going to go to the gym every day. And he doesn't have to work out. He's just creating the habit that he is someone who goes to the gym. So he puts his shoes on and he gets there and he leaves. And he does that every day because he's building the habit that he goes to the gym. And then, you know, once he starts working out, it's five minutes and then 10 minutes and he builds on the habit because all he has to do is get to the gym. That's the habit. And once he gets comfortable with that, then he starts working out for a few minutes and then a few more and a few more. Start small, know that you can accomplish it and build on that. And pick something you enjoy. If you want to dance, if you want to run, if you want to walk, if you want to lift weights, if you want to do cardio, do what you enjoy. It does not have to feel like punishment, I promise. <laughs> The last piece of this puzzle, and we'll wrap up because I know this is getting long, is rest. You need rest to survive. <laughs> our brains need rest, our bodies need rest, our soul needs rest. So physically, yes, you need sleep. Most people need between seven and nine hours a night and do not get it. Prolonged sleep deprivation, it oh my goodness, it wreaks havoc on our system. It disrupts our hormones, it can cause weight gain, it can cause stress and anxiety and depression and so many so many other things there's links to different heart problems and it's just terrible so please 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 go to bed get your rest get good sleep but on top of that rest away from work and away from the chaos is so important too we need periods where we do take a break from our work so we can rejuvenate, so that we can re feel refreshed and we can come back at our best and contribute in a great way. We need time to recover from our workouts. So rest days from our workouts are huge. That's when our muscles can actually grow because if we're in a constant state of fatiguing them and breaking them down, they're not going to be able to expand and get stronger. They're constantly being broken and we need that rest so that they can ha take the fuel that we eat and create more muscle mass, create more strength and recover so that we can do it again. So I hope these were helpful. Again, health is such a multiple topic when we when we want to put everything together it really is it's the mindset and our mental health it's the rest it's the hydration the nutrition the movement and these work together in harmony tomorrow we will talk about how to bring this together in a lifestyle how to set it up so that it lasts for the long term how to create habits and how to find that balance as we you know juggle our busy life and trying to implement these things it can be a lot so i will share my best tips with you tomorrow Oh,
thank you so much for spending your time with me. I know how valuable it is, so it means the world. I would love to connect and hear what resonated with you most. So hop over to Instagram and tag me if you're listening at your coach Lauren, or shoot me a message to ask any questions or tell me what you love about the episode. Can't wait to connect.